podcast about something where each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting. I'm your host, Calvin, and joining me, living his life a quarter mile at a time, it's your co-host, Nick Richardson. Hey, I used to uh, come here in high school. And, uh, this is where I drive. You at the Race Wars? Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Race Wars are awesome. We're talking Fast and the Furious movies today. Uh, we're giving out movie superlatives Ooh. and just generally talking what's going on in the movies. I could probably do an hour on each movie by itself. Um, I don't know that anyone would listen to that. So we're going to try and condense it and pack it all into this one episode. It might run a little long, but we're going to try and keep it somewhat uh, on topic here. I think I'll do my utter best. And I will say, I think Vin Diesel would probably enjoy it. He'd be like, yeah, man, I really like what this guy's putting down. That's true. Vin, I know you're listening. Shout out. Shout out, bro. The Fast and the Furious movies, to me, I absolutely love them. Uh, that Hobbs and Shaw has just recently been released. That's kind of why we're doing this this month. Um, I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, so there will be no Hobbs and Shaw spoilers. I know everybody was worried about that. You know, with these movies, you never want to be spoiled on any of the action. Uh, but to me, Fast and Furious movies are just the perfect summation of dumb action. Pretty much. <laughs> when... When we talked superhero movies at, at a different time, we talked about uh, – or it was when we were doing our B-movies and biceps episode. We talked about how kind of superhero movies are the new action movie, kind of the dumb action movies. But honestly, it's Fast and the Furious, which at this point are kind of superhero movies anyways. They might as well be. They pull off some incredible fucking feats. Jesus well, Christ. We're going to talk about it all. But – well, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, – when I started – kind of rewatching a lot of these in the background and moving through like i'd find myself stopping and be like wow wow they really put that on the screen but that's exactly what they're going for it's perfect and it's awesome and they they never take themselves too seriously there are moments in some of the movies where they start trying to take themselves seriously and they're like nah fuck it that's not us yeah, we're not gonna do that then they wild. bring the rock in yeah exactly yeah the rock <laughs> and there's never been anyone who can take the rock seriously which is fine like that's great that that's what he does uh somebody was recently talking to me on twitter about uh skyscraper and i was like i'm not gonna watch it it seemed too dumb and they're like it's exactly what you want because i was complaining that rampage wasn't a dumb enough movie mm-hmm. and they're like no that's skyscraper go see it you know i still I've, haven't I, I might have to check that i saw he has a prosthetic so it's just like hmm, that adds another wow factor to it i guess watch this dude jump like 13 feet across an open it expanse that's on fire yeah it, it definitely the prosthetic adds something I, I don't know that it's wow but we'll see uh so the fast and furious movies the first one came out in 2000 the fast and the Fur- that might not be right i should probably look that up I thought before it was 2001 I, just, I think it is 2001 Okay, so The Fast and The Furious comes out in 2001 based on a reporter going uh, – it was an article in a magazine. I don't remember what magazine off the top of my head, but uh, based on this guy called Racer X who would who, who had infiltrated the underground racing scene, and they kind of morphed that into this movie, and Brian O'Connor is kind of supposed to be that Racer X. And it just starts out as pure street racing for the first two – and three movies that go into drifting in the third one. But then at movie four, they wanted to do something different. They brought in Justin Lin on Tokyo Drift. And then for four, five, and six, they wanted to move the movies from street racing to straight up heist movies. And they kind of pulled it off. They did such a if, good job, dude. If you watch not so much four, because that's kind of in the middle, but uh, Fast Five. Definitely. Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, 
and Fate of the Furious, they're all mostly about heists. And they keep one-upping each other, but that's part of that you have to if you're going to make heist movies. Well, I mean, that's the perfect combination, I gotta say. is like, I, I miss a good heist movie. It's been a long time since there was, you know... Shit, what was the last good heist movie you've seen? The Town? No. Like, um, I, I, that's, Logan Lucky. Uh, the Town was good, but Logan Lucky is, is really good. Well, let me rephrase for you, bro. The Town was fantastic, and Logan I've gotta Lucky was it. pretty I didn't, good. I didn't really like The Town the first time I watched it. Oh, I, I need to rewatch it. I've watched it probably six or seven times. It's one of those where it's just when I want to watch a decent heist movie, that's Ben Affleck at his best. Jeremy Renner at his best. It, it's a great movie, and Logan well, and that Lucky has a is lot, a little more obscure, I think. On on rewatch with with the town, those guys were all pretty much small potatoes at that point. Jeremy Renner hadn't really been in anything yet. Uh, John Hamm, like Mad Men, was on, but it hadn't turned into this huge thing yet. Uh, Blake Lively's in there. There's just a lot of people on the outside of Ben Affleck, just orbiting Ben Affleck, who. At the time, watching the town, you don't really know who they are, but now you, they've they have an added layer to them because they've become big stars since then. That's kind of how it, I would say that any of them become been big stars. But well, yeah, it's kind of how Fast and Furious is, and that's kind of back around to my that's point: true. is love a, love a good heist movie. Uh, who doesn't love seeing cars zoom around like crazy, especially super dope ones, and usually exotic places and exotic women. So you know, money and guns and shit, like woo. <laughs> yep it's all over the place there's a man's dream right there baby so i did a full rewatch for over the past couple months of all eight movies i did it in a different order than they were released because chron- chronologically the, they messed with the chronology at some point uh so the chronology should be the fast and the furious one too fast too furious then fast and furious which is the fourth movie then fast five then fast and furious six then Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which is actually the third movie. Then Furious 7, then Fate of the Furious. That's So they, they moved three back to the back end of the trilogy. Which, that's the only way it makes sense. They had to explain Han somehow. Well, yeah, because Han died and, and comes back. which uh, And I'm fine with that. Han is a great character. We're going to talk about him later. I'm glad they brought him back. I, I Four was always my least favorite, and probably still is. But it was a lot better on this rewatch than I remember. You could tell... That all of the the main cast, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, um, Paul Walker, and Vin Diesel, like they were all really happy to be back together and doing this thing after Tokyo Drift was like kind of the scar over the franchise at the time, which I really like Tokyo Drift, but yeah, me too. It it's it's shat upon all the time. Um, it this one has the biggest problems with taking itself too seriously. Like they try to bring everybody back and do this thing where. We're gonna we're gonna make serious heist movies now. We're not gonna make these goofy racing movies anymore. And they went a little too far. But then we get Fast Five and, and they came back and you get the rock in there and, and everything's going crazy. So Yeah, they rain that shit on. And Fast Five, Dom actually turns into a superhero. Um at, and at that point you have to. If you're going head to head with the rock, you you gotta be a superhero, I think. Or just Vin Diesel. I mean yeah. that dude's played some badass characters. He wants and you it, to think he's super badass, but I really think he's not. I mean, he's Groot. I'm, I am Sulkin. Steve Rogers. And The Rock in Fast Five, like, he just comes in throwing 100 degree heat. Like, he's just all the, he's all in on this. Um, you know, he he hadn't started, like, taking himself seriously, doing things like Ballers and, and these other movies where, like, he doesn't want to just be the beefy guy. He came in to be the beefy guy, and you can tell. 
he, well, the beefy and the pretty funny guy. Like he throws some really good lines down when when he finally comes to the show or to the movie, whatever, <laughs> to the franchise. That's what right. I was looking for. But That's I think it. I think he's a uh, a smart enough and good enough businessman. He kind of recognized like that's his niche. That's where he fits in. And why not get in with a billion dollar franchise at that point? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, man. I'd, I'd be all about it. If I was a rock, I'd be showing up to work all happy and dandy. Like, woo, let me, let me party. And then we get six, seven and eight. Uh, they still have these heists, but they don't actually land a big score in any of these movies. Five, they get the big score. They get a hundred million dollars, but six, seven and eight, they're more, trying to score things for the government or for the police in some way. And that, I don't know. I like it, but at the same time, it's like, I want to see these guys succeed. I guess if they all have $10 million, they don't need any more money. Well, that, and I don't know. I felt like they were trying to gravitate towards being realistic, which, Mm -hmm. you know, of course you can't pull off heists all the time without the police looking for you. So why not? Exactly. There you go. You work. So they got to work with them. Yeah. And then we got Furious 7 and that just did away with any semblance of realism. And that's great. You get the rooftop (laughs) fight between Dom and uh, Deckard Shaw. And they're just Dom's using two giant wrenches. And I think Deckard Shaw is using windshield wipers. And we get the great line. The thing about street fights is the street always wins. And Dom stomps the ground and just crushes Deckard Shaw. (laughs) <laughs> the rock flexes through a cast uh we got a fighter jet slash drone chase through the streets of la where somehow there's no traffic uh we get the sky drop in the beginning of the movie where a lot of parachute out of planes in cars which is one of my favorite things and we'll talk more about it later brian jumping off the bus they jump a car through buildings and there's like 15 close calls of brian almost dying and that's because that, that was the movie where paul walker died before and they had to use his brother stand in and a lot of cgi stuff so, like, you kept thinking Brian was going to die when really he just goes off to live with his family. And then T-Pain is even in Furious 7. T-Pain. He's the DJ at the weird party uh, in Abu Dhabi. So, that's great. And then Fate of the Furious takes it even one step further. Dom goes evil. He's got a kid now. Uh, they chase a submarine through a frozen tundra. Both the Shaws come back. Their mom is in there, Helen Mirren. We've got two Oscar-winning actresses in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> If in 2006, off the heels of Tokyo Drift, I said, hey, guess what? This franchise is going to go for 13 more years. We're going to have two Oscar-winning actresses in it. How much money would you have paid me to like to take that bet? I don't know, man, especially if you consider the fact they've made billions. Like, what? Yeah. But in 2006, like, anybody's taking that bet against me that I'm like, this is going to go for 13 more years. They're going to have Oscar winners in it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I probably would have laughed at you. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, nope. You would have asked me to pass the drugs, because that, that's what it is. Pass the drugs. They've got two hackers on their team now. The Rock is a good dad. Tormund Giants Bane's in there. Uh, it, I like, in this movie, too, they just completely gave up on trying to explain any of the hacking that's going on. And they just, like, start saying the word hack a lot, instead of, like, having Ludacris try and explain whatever computer stuff he's doing right. which never makes sense anyways throw on the glasses type really fast on the keyboard and just say man i'm hacking this hacking i'm device. hacking into it i'm, I'm hacking, hacking into it. the don't back worry. way man i don't know how else to do it man they're blocking me out bro they're blocking me out <laughs> and then you know that's all you gotta do i just want a fucking emmy right there thank you fast yeah, and furious hack. you just gotta hack it you just you gotta just hack it bro just hack into it hacking hack in the back we're hacking into it right now yeah <laughs> Uh, I, before we get into the superlatives, I've got just a few more notes. 
Uh, Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster are just awful actors. Yeah, Paul Walker's okay. booty. I'm sorry. So, Paul Walker's terrible. Dude, Vin and Diesel's poop, in, too. Yeah, Vin Diesel's not very good, but Vin Diesel's good at this. Like, Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster weren't even good at this. Somehow, Paul Walker did this thing where he was bad in every movie he was ever in, but all of the movies were just were still enjoyable i still wanted to show up and see paul walker movies because whatever was going on around his bad acting was always like fun and exciting he was sorry what was the one movie he was in i can't it's super serious the lazarus project no it was like running scared yes running scared really entertaining movie uh fast and furious all of them really entertaining into the blue with jessica alba not a great movie, but really entertaining. Varsity Blues, really entertaining and actually a pretty good movie. Not like a good he, No, he's not good in any of those performances, except maybe Running Scared. Like you said, he was pretty good in that. He but was pretty good in that. It, it didn't matter because the he was really good at picking enjoyable and entertaining movies. They're, they're just popcorn movies. They, exactly. they never were too serious, and it was great. Butts in the seats, man. That's what it takes. I don't know that any other bad actor that I, I would want to keep going to their movies. Name a bad actor. Shit, there's a lot of them out there. Megan uh, Fox. Not going to see a movie because just because she's in it. Yeah, honestly, I'm trying to think, and it's like, you know, I, uh, Amelia Clark. There you go. Oh, definitely not going to see a movie I pay, because I she's paid in it. to see Terminator Genesis. I was Oof. fucking pissed. Yeah, I rented that one, and it was not good, but I... I rented that because I'm interested in the Terminator saga, not because Amelia Clark was in it. But yeah, dude, I've watched Terminator since I was a kid. Like I remember, yeah. my dad was always like, "Yeah, bro," and when he he shot him through the window with this store, oh my god! And it's like, <laughs> okay, cool, you know, that's I gotta watch this movie then, and it was always pretty good. That's kind of I mean, the Terminator's dope. Yeah, Terminator's dope. I'm kind of excited for the new one. Looks oh, looks to be pretty good. It looks entertaining. I think it might be. Like, super serious. Well, I mean, if you look at rewatch the old Terminator movies, they got a lot of that just crazy, dumb shit in it, too. It's just in a great framework and a really entertaining movie. And the other thing I want to say uh, outside of the movies is Justin Lin is really great at directing these movies. He directed Tokyo Drift, uh, Fast and Furious, which is number four, Fast Five, uh, Fast and Furious Six, and he's slated to um, to direct the ninth movie in the series. Bro, uh, not Hobbs and Shaw, the actual ninth in the proper series. Lucas Black is coming back. Oh, yeah. Yo. It's going to be so dope. But yeah, man, he's got Mike a Winchell. great eye for this. He, There are just some really, really beautiful shots in those movies especially. He understood how to make the cars look good on the backdrops. He shot the hell out of all the drifting she- scenes in Tokyo Drift. Uh, then he had the favela chase in Fast Five and the bank vault heist in Fast Five. Like he somehow just has an eye for like where the cars should be, where the people should be around the cars, and what scene the cars should be in at all times. Way to go, Justin Lin! Yeah, as long as he's involved job. in these movies, I'm there. Yeah, I'm fucking there, dude. Especially because that's kind of. I don't know, man. It's almost in the same vein of, like, Michael Bay. Like, these crazy, ridiculous shots. But they're not but they annoying. Look so good. Yeah, they look yeah. so good. They're exactly what I want to see. It's yeah. not, you know, 15 lens flares and just they I would zoom say Justin out and Lin, cut. And it's like, no. I've probably seen other Justin Lin movies. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But Justin Lin with these movies is better than Michael Bay at anything Michael Bay's done. 
Yeah, Michael Bay is not very good. I I I like some of his movies. I love the first Transformers movies. I like those new te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, as we talked about last week. There's a lot there. It's just it just goes a little. I love Bad Boys too. Shout out Michael Bay. Bad Boys I One. Always okay. Forget that he, uh, Bad Boys Two is so good. Yeah, I always all right, so the last thing, and this is actually in the movies, Brian was a terrible cop. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> like, he totally betrayed his bros. Totally. Well, he betrayed him. His friends always got caught. Roman got caught. Dom got caught. Uh, or he turned on them and let the – or he turned on the other cops and just let the criminals go even if they were caught. He let Roman go. He let Dom go. Um, Hobbs, not great either, but Brian was a cut above the rest. And then somehow – so he's a bad cop in the first one. He's a bad cop in the second one. Somehow we come back to number four, and now he's been promoted to the FBI? How in the world is he still a fucking cop? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they even have a throwaway line about, like, oh, we shouldn't have reinstated you. But, like, that's bullshit. He's terrible. Yeah, that's what you get. It's like, check it, bitch. It's that one guy that they just can't seem to fire. And then his – they well, they have to keep bringing him in because they're trying all these, these – uh, car that they're trying to find all these car related crimes and his superiors are always just the stupidest people in the world about how and what brian does well which is infiltrate car gangs basically and they're just like they can never get around like they give him a car and it's the biggest piece of shit car or it's like the most inconspicuous car in the world you know it's roman's green lamborghini instead of like an actual racing car and that like all of the the superiors to brian were just always so stupid about how to get into the underground racing world yeah no, so i guess that's what he brought to the table even if he was terrible at it he was the streetwise dude where they're like well you know why don't you just walk up to him and say hey mister why don't we why don't <laughs> hey we... you guys still need dve players yeah you know can i get out on that action you want, why don't we get a michelob ultra and just we'll talk about it you guys know where i can get one of them dvds and there, uh, there we you drink go. corona here with lime, you're not bitch. drink Michelob Ultra. Oh, that's fine. We're, Let we're me get you and the boys around. Woohoo! Can I have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona? Oh, Sol. Corona's so bad. Sol. If you want <laughs> a good beer, get that. It's kind of like, yeah, Corona's booty. Ugh. And then you see, like, the few times I have ever gone to a bar, I my eyes gravitate to the one guy, which is every guy in these fucking movies, drinking the Corona at the bar. With the lime sticking out, and it's like, man, you're just drinking that gritty shit. He's watched one too many Fast and Furious movies. That's Seriously, and then I overhear him say, you know, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, baby. <laughs> That's my... you. You're, you're the one that lives a quarter, like, quarter mile at a time. Oh, yeah, shit. It, it was me that said that. So let's talk about where the family has been so far. They start in L.A., then Brian goes to Miami, then we're in Tokyo, then Mexico, Brazil, London, the mountains of Azerbaijan, Abu Dhabi, Cuba, Berlin... New York City, Siberia, and they may go into space someday. And honestly, they have to, right? Well, I mean, that's they the have last frontier, space. bud. They got yeah. to. That's the only way to go bigger than what they've already done, is like rocket racing or an actual spaceship of some sort. Oh my god, man. I just had this crazy vision of them racing fucking rockets. <laughs> I'm like, on the launching pads, they got two rockets sitting they there, Dom's in one. <laughs> The rocks in the other, and I was going to say Brian, but obviously he's not going to be in one. And they just give each other this look as they blast off. Like, it's like in uh, Furious 7, 
the final look between Brian and Dom as, you know, they kind of drive off their separate ways while the uh, Wiz Khalifa song plays in the background. That's what it's going to be as the as the Rock and Vin Diesel go into space. Exactly. And pro- Lucas Black will probably be in there, too. They'll just have Lucas Black's face painted on the side. <laughs> We're throwing out to but a true hero. Maybe Bow Wow will be back, too. He'll be on the other one. I th- I think they say that uh, if if it happens, which I think it will, I think that happens in Fast Ten, which I have always thought, and I stole this joke. I don't know who I stole it from, but if they don't call it Fast Ten, your seatbelts, then we're what are we even doing here anymore? Yeah, they they super won't. They super should though. Fate of the Furious. They called it Fate of the Furious. They have to call it Fast Ten, your seatbelts. That's that's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> I don't it, remember who I stole that joke from, but I loved it and. I'm keeping it. I already got the plot, man. The Ruskies are trying to get to the moon. Before us, we got to get there first. They have cosmonaut racers. We got to beat them, bro. Yeah, they've got they've got like the Mars rover. That's how they race. Is they everybody lands on the moon and then it's a race to the special space rock or whatever. That that's the heist. Is they got to obtain this space rock and they've got these Mars rover type things that they're driving. And Tej is in there controlling one remotely, and it it basically turns into Mad Max, but also Fast and the Furious. Yeah, you know, so we got it. Trying to get that unobtainium. Call us up, Universal. Rock. We got it. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Seriously, they're trying to break Dead Brian out of the Gulag on the moon. It's on the dark side. We don't know it's there, but Putin's got it. I bet you he does. <laughs> All right. So now that we've written Fast Ten Your Seatbelts, <laughs> let's get into the movie superlatives. The Let's rules are you can only give one movie per award and one award per movie. No repeatsies, no take backsies. Uh, we're going to give out five different awards. We're giving out best car, best family member, best side character slash villain, best uh, most outrageous stunt, and best heist. Yes. We've and then we've got a lot of sure. extras after the fact, and I've got a lot of honorable mentions. Like I said, we're going to try and keep it short. I don't know if I can rein myself in. I will try. He'll do his uh, best, but... So let's start. Best car, what do you got? I got the Ford GT40 from Fast Five. Dom's car. Dude. Nice. Dude. I'm a huge Ford guy. Um, I kind of like the lore behind that car. There just really wasn't very many made. It was a super dope drag racer, basically, back in like the 60s, I think. Plus it can do wheelies. Well, apparently, which I had no idea. It was ergonomically designed enough to do wheelies. Surprise, I didn't know surprise. any car was. Oh, yeah, I mean, maybe a Jeep or something. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I love the color design of it. It's I just, it's a dope car. Is that, uh, in Fast Five, is that the matte black one? I thought it was the That's blue one. That's just kind one. of, oh, yeah, yeah, the blue one is yeah. there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like the blue uh, one with the white stripe, or white, yep. whatever. Okay, yep, I know what you're talking about. I've seen a lot of Fast and Furious movies lately, and they all kind of mesh together, especially the cars, because I'm not like a huge car dude. Me so, either. like, it all kind of meshes together a little bit. Uh, my pick for best car was the Honda Civics from The Fast and the Furious, the first movie. Uh, black Honda Civics with the green neons underneath. I owned that car. I had the green, green neons oh, under no. it. <laughs> I had never seen Fast and Furious. I just oh, yeah, wanted... Okay. I hadn't... I just wanted <laughs> green neons under my black Civic, and I got that. It was 2005, you know? Live it up. So, and then, like, I got them, and somebody's like... Yeah, that's the you've you've got the car from Fast and Furious. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've never even seen that movie. Yeah, I'm I sure did. they reacted the same way. They're like, yeah, sure, bro. 
No, but uh, like so that one kind of holds a special place to me. Uh, honorable mention for one that I would actually want uh, is Roman's white Mustang in Fast and Furious Six. It's uh, f- fuck if I know it, but it's a white Mustang. It's got a red interior. It just looks dope as hell. Yeah, dude, like that crushed red velvet interior mm-hmm. on that nice deep white, you know, pearl white. Ooh, that's that's a good looking car. And like I said, yeah. I'm not even really a big car guy, but you gotta admire good looking shit when you see it I, yeah i i like to look at cars i'm not gonna get into the weeds of what kind of engine and you know zero to 60 all that kind of torque all that kind of shit like yeah, i don't I care mm-hmm. if it looks pretty i like it yeah i'll drive it can it go yeah i'm there so so speaking of roman best family member i choose roman pierce tyrese from too fast too furious Dude. uh honestly <laughs> also a terrible th- actor this, yeah yeah this is best in favorite, not best in like he's got everyone's backs. <laughs> no, he's kind of a, and th- he's this kind is of the question we asked on Twitter, and we'll get to the Twitter feedback in a minute. But this is just so perfect for Tyrese. He's just the background hype man, always screaming, always yelling, gets into some good uh, riffing with Ludacris in the later movies. <laughs> in Too Fast, Too Furious, he's got the line, it's a hoasis in here, bro. <laughs> you gotta love that. It's always just in here, bro. Well, and he's just outrageous. He can still be a badass sometimes, though. Wait, you I know, think... he he has a good uh, hand-to-hand fight with yeah, Brian in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, he can fight. In uh, Fate of the Furious, while they're chasing down the submarine, he uh, ejects his, he kicks his car door off. No, 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 no. That's what it is. He, like, snowboards on his car door while shooting villains on snowmobiles and like i know that's unbelievable but, but he's still it. badass yeah he fucking yeah. did it and he's always good for an oh shit yeah. every movie and he, and he always freaks out any like challenge they have he freaks out and i loved it in furious 7 he's the one that plans the sky drop and then he's just like they're like how do you expect to get to that point of the mountain he's like tej tell him what's up i'm delegating <laughs> that's how i plan that's what i do son so like he's just he's there for comic relief and he hits it so good every time there's this video series i watch on youtube uh it's called cinema sins where they just basically nitpick all kinds of movies and every fast and furious one they've done anytime tyrese shows up the sin is always keep getting those paychecks tyrese get that which is just like he just he shows up he screams for 20 seconds and then he's gone what a great job what a great job i love roman I will always be there for Roman in a Fast and Furious movie. I will not be there to watch Tyrese in many other things. No, I mean, he was Death Wish, or Death Race. That's what I meant to say. I've never seen that. It's actually entertaining, but he's also very much like, oh, shit! Yeah, the same same kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. So who do you have for best family member? And then we'll go I got Twitter. Roman. I'm just kidding. I got <laughs> I got Han. Han. Oh. Hanster's. Big hand. He was, my, he was my honorable mention. He is a fucking G, and he's pretty much capable of anything. Apparently, I guess. So, which movie did you pick him from? Fast Five. Okay. When he is driving so that down. That means he can't use Fast Five anymore. Well, when he's driving trouble, down huh? that. Uh, yeah, well, for you, bro. Right, what is my <laughs> favorite one? Not well, just as anything. You can't use it now. You've used Fast Five. Well, I won't. Oh. oh, oh. That's you the, can't give another award I can to say something Han, in Fast Five. He's in multiple movies. So you got to pick a different movie. That's that doesn't matter. Just go on. Why do you like Han? <laughs> I I agree with whatever you're going to say about Han. So, but 
he's just a G man at the, I remember watching uh fast five at the end when, you know, everybody's all happy and music's playing and he's driving down the highway with, uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Ooh, man. And just making out with her while he's driving ridiculously fast. Obviously you would so die in like 30 seconds. If that. Yeah, absolutely. But that was probably the most, that was, you know, one of those scenes where you look at, look, ugh, where you sit back and you just go, that dude's a fucking pimp. Yep. That's balling. Plus his name, uh, I think they show it in Fast and Furious 6 and like his death scene. His uh, license says his name is Han Sol. Sol spelled as, as in Seoul, South Korea. O. Oh, so his name's Han Solo, which I always liked that little little Easter egg in there. Um, he helps Mike Winchell learn how to drift and win in Tokyo Drift. And I know Lucas Black's name is Sean, but to me, he's always Mike Winchell from Friday Night Lights. I don't care what other movies he, Love he's that in. Movie. He's Mike Winchell. It's Booby Moss. <laughs> Put Booby in. Let him spin. Still, I can't Such a good move. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, like you said, he's able to blend into any crowd to get intel, which like that's his th- when they bring him back in Fast Five. That's his thing that he does. That's fine. Uh, he's always eating. He runs the underground scene in Tokyo and cuts in DK just to keep the Yakuza off his back. Like that's some baller shit. Oh, dude's a dude's a fucking like, thug. D- like DK is key. family with the Yakuza and. Uh, Han's just like, nah, 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 I got this. And he's always chill. It's like, yeah, it's he's always quiet like, but thoughtful. Ju- that's he, what I wrote. He just got done taking a shit, like a huge dump that you've been working on all day. And he's that's that's the mindset he strikes me as. Even when they're in this crazy high scenarios, mm-hmm. chill as a cucumber. But well, in Tokyo Drift, so he says, "What's the point of racing? It just proves you're faster. If I'm gonna race, it's gonna be for something." So like that makes sense. He doesn't. He's not out there drifting to win pink slips or money off of other people. Like he doesn't need that. He's he's racing for Gal Gadot, you know. Yeah, he's trying to get that booty. <laughs> and it, but like I I was so surprised when he showed back up in Fast Five because I didn't know that they moved the chronology around anymore. So I'm just like, what the hell? How did he come back? I had no idea. And it was awesome. Like I I was so happy to see him again. And like I, I didn't, I don't think I learned that they switched the chronology until sometime between six and seven. So like this whole time, I'm like, okay, he's dead, but he's not dead, but he is dead, and like it's just very confusing. Very confusing. Because like Tokyo Drift was one of those movies that you saw and then immediately forgot for the next until Fast and Furious Six came out, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I just didn't think I'd thought it was weird when they did that. Yeah. i was like what the fuck but i was but i was really like oh, that's cool see- exactly I like it. it was yeah. like oh, i'm not gonna ask too many questions and then yeah, bringing gal gadot was such a great idea she's so good and she's so good in these movies too and like letting her leave is one of the worst ideas that these movies had and i'm sure it wasn't as much of letting her leave as her saying i'm wonder woman now fuck you guys exactly like i'm making way but- more money but, like, I, it sucks that they had her before she was Wonder Woman. And and not as she's Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, I think it's great because she's in the movies. But, like, I would like to continue to see her in the movies. But she's dead now. But, yeah, you can't – I don't know, man. You can't have her in fucking car heist movies looking sexy as hell, doing bad shit as Wonder Woman. Just can't – it can't fly. I'm okay with it. Well, we are, obviously. We were well, we're in Kurt's like, yeah, okay, you know what? Yeah, why don't you do all these things dressed up like Wonder Woman? You know, wear the costume. Take <laughs> live your role, damn it. But but you know, there's the Karen's out there. And sorry to anybody who's named Karen listening, or if your wife's named no, Karen. You know what? Fuck you, Karen. Yeah. But 
I deal with y'all all the time, and you do suck, and you do look alike, <laughs> dude. I saw Karen today. Should you not have that bob that haircut? No, fuck no. I got maced earlier today, people. It was not fun. That shit hurts so now, bad. Now, he got maced in the process of doing his job not trying to assault a random woman on the street. No. Let's clarify some, that. Yeah, exactly. Some Karen – someone was doing bad shit, and I stopped them, and they maced me. But it wasn't this Karen. I did see her earlier, though, before my eyes felt like they were on fire. Still kind of do. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, she was walking around in a uh, a leopard print spandex pants. Nice. It's just way too small, like stretched so thin that you could nice. see like through it basically. But she wasn't mm. like super big. So brown, like white woman, so brown, she looked like old Cheetos. It was rough. And Yummy. then she had fucking cannons, dude. Cannons. And I'm sitting there walking past her and she's just looking me up and down like, who's this dirty bastard? <laughs> and uh yeah all i can think is oh my god i'm looking at vin diesel dressed up in drag with a bob haircut <laughs> i was gonna a, say what does this have to do with fast and the furious but you brought it all back around oh Good dude, job. That, well that's the first thing that came to my came to my mind because i've been thinking about it and i see this person in the distance with these crazy big arms and it, you know it's like holy shit what and then you get closer and it's like okay yeah that's the you know it made me think that's of vin diesel funny. big dumb arms with the you know it, wearing basically long pants and a thick shirt, but the sleeves are cut off. Gotta show them arms. And so tight. Like, that dude wears the tightest clothes in this shit. How does he move? I did a guest spot on the Late to the Show podcast last week. Uh, it should be posting. Actually, it'll be posted before this. So, go listen to that. And we talked We talked about Fargo, but they had just finished their series on Fast and the Furious. And uh, so, I, you know... As they're going through, I listen to a bunch of them. As they're going through, they're asking who's hotter, The Rock or Vin Diesel. And I had to give my opinion on it because I knew that, you know, our episode was coming. And with Vin Diesel, like, they, for some reason, they think Vin Diesel is is hotter, which is false. And I, I said he kind of looks like one of the Dark Elves from Thor 2, but a little whiter. I, I, I don't see it with, with Vin Diesel. He's got a weird look to him. I don't know, man. He's just kind of... He reminds me of Mr. Clean. Like, that's it, man. If Mr. Clean walked around. His ears around... are weird. Like, look at his ears, and then his face is kind of – he's got the uh, Haley Joel Osment problem where his face is too small for his head. And he's always got a – this sounds like I'm fat shaming him. But he always has a double chin, man. Always. Yeah. Or just, like, no I chin. Mean, that, that's not because he's fat. It's because his neck is so thick from lifting weights. But he's, he doesn't even – what's funny is he doesn't even look that cut, which is crazy. No, but he is. Well, yeah, you know. Did this, you but... see him wielding those wrenches in Fate of the Furious? Or, uh, Furious Seven. I know how it is. Us white dudes, we do not look very cut ever. <laughs> so let's go to Twitter. Uh, this is the question we asked on Twitter this week uh, for our poll: Who is the best family member uh, to give out with the movie superlatives? Gave our three choices: Dom Toretto with forty-two percent of the vote, Brian O'Connor with twenty-six percent of the vote, Han Solo with twenty-one percent of the vote, and other. Got 11% of the vote, and this was a little late. We only got 19 votes. I posted the poll a little later than usual, so we didn't get as much feedback as we usually do. Uh, but we got some feedback. Better do you have it up? Are. Do you want to read it? I do. Okay, um, go for it. For other, we got the Heavyweight Chumps podcast at Mad Fat Loud. Hey, they, shout out. Yeah, shout out you guys. They voted Tej. His scenes with Tyrese are always great, and Calvin, yep. you concurred. I um, do. The great I, Colby I like Mack. Tej. 
Sorry. I like that. Tej. The problem with Tej is like it, everything he says about computers doesn't make any sense. I mean, I don't But I like Ludacris. It. Yeah. Ludacris is that dude. And he's kind of out there too. He's Tyrese little. Um, <laughs> he's Kobe a Mac. little smoother than Tyrese. He is. He is. Especially at barbecues. Uh, Colby Mack at Colby told me, dude is awesome. Check out his show. He voted Tej as well. Um, a lot of Tej love. Here. Yeah, a lot of Tej love in the comments. And he, a guy with no ties to these men, but always chooses to stick with them. The guy in the chair. Who can I mean, give he was homies with Brian. Punch. The dirtbag of the group. When he, if you look at it from their perspective. I mean, he he was he was friends with Brian. He he gave Tyrese a place to stay in Too Fast, Too Furious. That was very he's, kind he's, of him. He's in there. Um, podcast fanatic blog at Pod Junkies AO. They voted Han, um, which I thought Good was choice. great. Yeah, great choice. And then last but not least, we got with a side of knowledge, which I've been checking them out. They're very interesting. Um, I might have to look. I might have to look into them. With the side of Pod, I like that. And they just well, I'm not put fine. Vin Diesel's GIF. Uh, that says I, I don't pronounce have... GIF with a hard G. I call it GIF. You're wrong. Next week on a podcast about something, we will be arguing GIF versus GIF. Stay yeah. tuned. Ligma. <laughs> but anyway, it's Vin Diesel as a GIF. A GIF. And they just voted case closed. Says I don't have friends. I got I don't have friends. I got family. Which, that's true. His mouth just looks so weird when it's... I, he looks weird, man. He's a weird looking dude. He always looks so mad. Yeah, that's true. All right, so that's thank you everyone on Twitter for participating. We got polls every week. That's at APA something on Twitter, at alone underscore podcast on Twitter. Stay tuned there. We always got good stuff and give shout outs for anyone who participates. So thank you to those people. Moving on to the best side character slash villain. Who you got? Mine's a combo. Uh, I'm guessing Ooh. you could uh, guess who I'm going to pick. The fucking rock, son. Oh, I smelled what the rock what was cooking, dude. I smelled who the, what the rock was cooking, and it was great. It smelled like gunpowder and gas and big explosives and all kinds of good stuff. From which movie? You know, I'm gonna go out. I haven't even seen it yet, so it's gotta be Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and fucking Shaw, my man. There just seeing, just seeing the commercials, it's just like, oh yeah, that's what I want to see. I yeah, see you're already all fucking around. Them. I know, I want to see it so bad. I just haven't had the time. Idris Elba as the villain there. Yes, and he looks they, so they outrageous to, too. They go to Samoa or wherever the Rock's character is from, and like are fighting with spears and shit. Like it looks insane. Yeah, it does look insane. I'm excited. I'm a, I'm pretty excited. That might be one I have to wait for to come out on DVD because I can't really look my parents or my wife's mom in the eye and be like yeah can you watch aria i need to go to a yeah. fast and furious movie <laughs> i really want i'm in the same boat like i really want to see it i just don't know if i can carve the time out to go see it but it'll be a day one rental and watch or maybe even digital i might even have to get it on digital before it hits Redbox. might have to do a review for hobbs and shaw uh when it hits dvd for a uh, patreon exclusive just saying yeah stay tuned maybe who knows who knows i don't know all right, The Rock's a good pick. He's 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 both villain and uh, ally in different movies, and he's he's always there. He's down. He's down to climb. Down to bro. ride. He's yeah. down to climb. Furious Seven. He flexes through his cast. Comes out in an ambulance. Fucking takes the drone out. You know, uh, Letty asks him, "Is the cavalry coming?" He says, "Woman, I am the cavalry." And that he, right there, like, and he means it, very bro. sexist of him, but. 
That's what he is. That was more of just like, look at me. Do you see what <laughs> I am pulls, a walking tank? He pulls a Gatling gun off of a drone and shoots down a helicopter. Somehow. I mean, that he's the just fucking so cowboy. And he's like 6'6", six, six, so I mean, there's that too. Yeah. So I went very, 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 very subjective on this one. And I also have an honorable mention again, so don't worry there. I picked Twinkie from Tokyo Drift. Lil Bow Wow himself. Might have been just Bow Wow at the point at that point. But uh I had to get Tokyo Drift in here somehow. I had to get Bow Wow in. Um the Hulk uh like Kia Soul box type car is really cool, actually. Like the paint job and like the fists coming out of the trunk. Like that's actually pretty cool. I would never drive it, but it's cool to look at. Don't lie, you so drive that. I would drive it. He, I'd feel no I, shame. I would drive it if somebody let me, but like I wouldn't pick that car to be my everyday car. Just rolling up to the office. Like, yeah. I'd have to answer a lot of questions a lot of times. And if you know anything about me, I don't like talking to other people. So I wouldn't bring that unwanted attention onto myself. Uh, he's tapped into the underground race scene somehow because he knows Han. Uh, he's got 15 side hustles going on at school, trying to sell laptops, cell phones, Jordans, everything he can think of for insane discounts. He's always got the hookup. So with that, do you think these are knockoffs or do you think he gets them as like donations or super, super deep discounts because he's an army brat? Those are so knockoffs. You, you think so? Oh, but if they're but if they're knockoffs, why are people buying from him instead of any other of the other hundreds of knockoff dealers? I'm assuming are in Tokyo because I imagine their customs are ridiculous. And I don't. Well, think no, no, I, have... I get that. I get I get why knockoffs exist. I'm saying, why are they buying from Bow Wow instead of any of these other knockoff dealers? Because they could probably, they're probably throw not a dart at. widely available. Because I imagine as an army brat, he's got connections. Well, that's especially... what I'm saying. That's, I think these are coming in as donations or like the the people on the army base just get discounts on shit like that. Nah, and then he, sell, he sells it for a profit to him, but still less than what retail would be. I'm just going to say this. Like the one black dude, I think he's the one black dude in the movie gotta have him doing it yeah that's true come on hollywood i mean this is 2006 do we really expect much more from hollywood in 2006 i know i don't i don't know that when you say 2006 it's like man that wasn't that long ago and it's like well no 13 years ago that's a long time (laughs) any any amount of time over like three years in the past 20 years it gets compounded by like tenfold just because of like how fast technology makes everything grow I mean, and Bow Wow is not even Bow Wow anymore. He's just Bow. Like he dropped. No, he's Shad Moss now. He's Sean Moss. Shad Moss. Shad. S H A D. That's his real name. Shad. 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 Huh. I know. I know way too much about Bow Wow. <laughs> uh, we will not be doing a podcast on Bow Wow ever, so you guys don't have to worry about that. But anywhere I can fit him in into any other episode, I will good pick i like it he's got a great outlook on picking up ladies he you know his outlook is he's kind of short he looks different from everyone so be the one that makes them laugh if you're not if you know you're not all there physically just be the one that makes them laugh he sticks to his guns about not giving refunds on his knockoff slash deeply discounted uh paraphernalia he gets his ass beat for it uh for selling a broken ipod but you know he sticks to his guns he doesn't he doesn't let that dude walk all over him no and then he's ride or die for mike winchell and Mike Winchell needed somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, he was the only dude he spoke, you know, American. <laughs> that sounds so yeah. terrible. But there's a difference between English yeah, and yeah. American, for sure. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. 
And then, you know, Bow Wow, he had this moment and it was right around 2005 to 2008 where he was trying to be like a legit, I'm not going to say a serious actor, but a legit actor. And it just never paid off. He had like Mike Tokyo Drift. He was an entourage. He had his own movie called The Lottery Ticket, which is not very good. Uh, now he's on a reality show growing up hip hop Atlanta. He he was always OK in all these things. I've watched most of these movies. Roll Bounce was in there. I forgot about that one. He's fine but he's like a he's a yeller instead of acting he just yells all of his lines to make it feel like emotion pretty much i loved him and like mike but it's been a while since i've seen that yeah he just he's always overdoing it and then i've got i've actually got a lot of honorable mentions uh owen shaw in fast and furious 6 was a great villain um he was just as good as you know the family we know at driving and organizing his team He's even smarter than them, though. He's always two steps ahead. He's got his woman on the inside of the Rocks, uh, you know, elite squad of uh, Gina Carano's in there. He recruits Letty and uses her against Dom, which is a super bold chess move. Like, that could have turned on him really hard, and it actually ended up doing so. But, like, just having the balls to do that, that that's a good move. And then we one up it with Deckard Shaw in Furious 7. He's just ruthless. He's out for revenge. And to me, revenge is always the best motivation for any villain. He doesn't he doesn't give a shit about anything else. He just wants to destroy them. Boom. I mean, that's good and enough. Then, and then they add him in retroactively as Han's killer in Tokyo Drift uh, when Han got run off the road in the in a chase with DK. And DK in Tokyo Drift is actually a really good villain, too. He was. He's got he's got these Yakuza connection. He's he's genuinely intimidating for someone like. Michael, not for Han, but like for Mike Winchell, he was actually intimidating for a while there. Um, and then there was this drifting had its moment in the mid 2000s also where it was like legitimately cool there between this movie and the Need for Speed series, which kept trying to force drifting on everyone that played it. Like the actual racing style was really, really cool then. Yeah. And then I got one more for Tokyo Drift. This is an honorable, honorable mention to Brad Taylor from Home Improvement in the opening race scene with Mike Winchell. He's just like this quintessential jock douchebag antagonist. Um, and Mike Winchell gets some great zingers on him. He says, uh, oh, you can read the brochure after uh, Brad Taylor lists off all like his car stats. He's like, oh, that's good that you can read the brochure. And he toasts him in the race. Toast great race him. scene there. All right, I think that's all I have for side characters. I think I named everyone. <laughs> so just know. every fucking person in a Fast and Furious movie. That's that's who my favorite They're is. They're great. I mean, they yeah, are a great background cast. All right, so let's move on to most outrageous stunt. I go first on this one. Maybe. It's catching the airplane in Fast Six. And uh, Tyrese has a great line. He goes, "That ain't a plane. That's a planet," because it's <sighs> such a big plane. The, the runway is just endless. It's like a 20-mile runway. They just keep going, keep going. There's a ton of stuff going on in the scene. Um, it's insane that all the cars could keep their speed up with a fucking plane trying to take off. Um, yeah, they go fast, most, dude. Most of the cars caught it. The others fought the plane somehow. Uh, we, get, we get a great girl fight between Michelle Rodriguez and Gina Carano, and it's way better than the one with uh, Ronda Rousey in Furious 7. Uh, Letty gets the the hammer line of wrong team bitch and harpoons Gina Carano out of the plane, which is fucking badass. So wrong. Letty's awesome. I'd be ride or die for Letty. Uh, we got The Rock versus whoever the big dude on Shaw's squad is, um, and they get like a tag team finisher on them. Uh, you get Dom versus Shaw. Roman even fights someone. Giselle dies there. 
Uh-huh. Um, boo. Do we think? Do we think Giselle comes back ever? Not unless they fuck up the, you know, the boobs yeah. again. Move it around a bit. Not just now that she's so much more popular, I could see her somehow making a comeback. Um, but she, she, she's ride or die for Hantu. She kills a dude as, you know, she goes out. Someone gets thrown into the jet engine at, at one point. Yeah, that's uh, wrong. They all get out of the plane. And then Mia is there. She's clearly a terrible driver and not actually part of the team, but, you know, she still gets to be there sometimes, which is nice that they involve her. Yeah, of course they got to. It's Mia. And then the plane goes down in a fireball and Dom just walks out of it like a badass. And the <laughs> Rock the rock officially becomes part of the family now. He walks out of so much shit. So yep. much shit. Absolutely. That's the point, though. He can't die. What have you got for the most outrageous stunt? The most outrageous stunt I think that I have have ever witnessed in any movie ever, and it's my vote here. And it's when it's from Fast Seven when Dom Furious Seven. Whatever. <laughs> you gotta get the names right, man. Furious Seven. This is serious stuff here. I'm looking at my note. I just wrote Fast Seven because I was writing fast. Seven fast times. Five. Boom. Furious Seven. Furious Seven. Anyways, when Dom basically just takes, like, this crazy vertical incline and then ramps off a crumpled-in building. Oh, nice. Yeah. And hits a fucking helicopter. That's the building he stomped to death earlier. Yeah. Like, he just stomped on it and it fell apart. It was just like, boom. He's that much of a badass. I I am Groot. Well, yeah, of course. But, But, yeah, when it's just seeing him go up a near vertical surface and then still having enough momentum to fly through the air and just barely clip the helicopter enough that that it doesn't immediately explode and shatter into a million pieces. And he somehow came out of that. Well, and he drops the grenades in there for uh, Hobbs to shoot, which is amazing. Yeah, that is also fucking amazing. Yeah, I had, uh, as honorable mentions, I had the building jump and the airdrop from Furious 7. The building jump is just fucking awesome to watch that car jumping between those buildings in Abu Dhabi. The, The only problem is ronda rousey's in that scene and she is by far the worst actor in any of these movies she's terrible she is awful she only has like three lines and they're all just so wooden and terrible uh anybody out there who's watching wrestling i I don't watch it like is she that bad in like wwe wrestling i saw a clip of it and it was just like "Mm, not my flavor she's just so wooden like yeah i don't get it and then the airdrop i've mentioned this already where they drop out of the plane parachute out of the planes um, it, they're getting into this place though, where they're getting too close to not being able to one up themselves anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, like they, you said, they, they got to race rockets. They now. raced a fucking submarine somehow in in the frozen tundra in Fate of the Furious. Like, I don't know what they're going to do next other than going to space. And like with the airdrop and the building jump, drop jump, those were just things that happened, and then we cut to the next scene pretty much with uh, the reason i picked the uh the plane chase is like that just kept going and going and kept doing more and adding more into the scene so it was just this continuous stunt rather than like this one little thing yeah it was like the hallway fight from you know daredevil it was right it was very unique to that kind of movie especially doing something like that that shit is epic and exactly. stringing it along without it just being like okay enough after 25 seconds that's pretty solid Hmm. i agree and then the the airdrop, I you know I gave Justin Lin a lot of credit earlier for some of the shots he'd pulled off, but James Wan directed Furious Seven, 
and the airdrop scene is really beautiful too. It it does the same thing as like the lightspeed ram in the Last Jedi does, where it just cuts all the sound out as the cars glide through the air. So like you can just kind of hear the wind rocking the cars a little bit as they fall, and like you can see them with the backdrop of the mountain and everything. It's it's a really cool scene just to kind of take in as a whole, and not even like the audacity of the actual stunt. Yeah, when it, you you don't really focus on the outrageousness of it. And they do that a lot in this series. Just kind of cut out that that noise and leave you with yeah. like a little something to focus on and then that's it. All right, final category, best heist. This one's easy for me to pick. Um Okay. It's I chose the the desert train heist. Oh, in Fast 5? Yep. That was so, a really good one. Well, that was my honorable mention. I, I fucked up here. I chose this as the best heist. But it's the best heist, dude. And my best car was the the Ford GT40. Um, yeah, you picked Fast Five three times. Man, we're going to have to fire you from I really, photos. really like that movie. Just move, just move Han to Tokyo Drift, and then you only picked it two times. Okay. Well, that <laughs> Tokyo Drift is in categories we missed. So I will move Han to Tokyo Drift. There we go. There we go. I like this. The I categories like we missed don't have to follow the rules, so that's only the five main categories follow the rules. Fine. Fine, bro. But anyways, I think uh, you were talking about like the score they got. I mean, they obviously got a couple super dope cars. Totally destroyed most of them. I don't see how they didn't just flip as soon as they came off that goddamn ramp. But that is so cool. They come in with that crazy dune That's another one where Mia thing. gets to drive, too. Yeah, and she's driving my car. <laughs> and uh <laughs> very disappointed but it, like showing up with that that teamwork and that craziness and they just how they got the cars out of the train was i thought fantastic but then when you have dom beating the dog shit out of that dude he he has like zero emotion on his face and, i mean this guy's like not bleeding at all so you know that that always takes me out of it for a second, but everything about that, that that's the problem scene, with PG 13 movies is yes, the, the, the violence. So I read more this implied. thing and it was a while ago that I read this thing of like PG 13 movies are doing more to hurt the impact of violence in movies than like R rated movies are because there's no blood. There's no, uh death anything like that all, all that is off screen or like somebody gets shot and you don't actually see blood in pg-13 movies and that's doing more than say video games or r-rated movies to impede uh young people's understanding of how violent some of these things are yeah because man. somebody gets shot in the arm there's no blood or anything they just stand up and kind of brush it off in a pg-13 movie whereas in an r-rated movie there's blood everywhere they're screaming you know, you can really feel the impact of that gunshot. So a, a lot of this, and, and I'm not saying the problem with guns in America is PG-13 movies. I'm saying PG-13 movies make it harder for people to understand the actual impact of these types of violence than an R-rated movie would or a rated M video game would because they don't show the consequences of it. No, the consequence is just is, is off screen. So it's Oh, that guy got shot, but the other guy's fine. Don't worry about it. There's no blood. There's no nothing. Oh yeah, and he can and still I thought that was really interesting. Arm. But in in real life, people get shot. I mean, that shit destroys your arm. Like the bone mm -hmm. shattered. There's blood everywhere. It hurts like hell. Well, and in a lot of these movies, and it looks it looks weird. 
Like, it's weird to watch a super violent scene like Do- Dominic Toretto beating the shit out of someone. I mean, he... And there dude, not being any blood anywhere until after the scene's over, and then all of a sudden the guy's got a nosebleed. And, yeah, exactly. I mean, in real life, that dude would ha- be bleeding from his ears, and basically And Dom's probably, hands yeah. would be full of blood, and, and his knuckles would be broken. Yeah. He'd be breathing real heavy, but this dude is not even breathing. Like, he's just like, bink, bink. Yeah. But anyway, the 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 heist of it, like you said earlier, ten million bucks or a hundred million dollars, whatever, ten million each, right? Well, that wasn't from the train. That was the bank vault later. Well, I mean, in the end, that led to it, correct? Uh, kind of, I guess. Yeah, because they stole the cars from the the mafia guy, and then he got onto them. He moved all his money, and then that led them to the bank vault. I always looked at it as like a heist part A and part B. Kind of. So, But it, it that's what – I mean that's what got them on the radar of the other guy to do the other heist. Got to get that money. But they stole some super dope cars, did it in crazy ways, and all lived to tell the tale. Yeah. So this is why you don't get to take credit for the $10 million each is because the bank, halt, bank vault heist in Fast Five is actually the best heist. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you bastard. So they're different heists for that reason, so I can choose it. Um, an interesting thing I heard on the rewatchables podcast a few months ago, or might've been a few weeks, whenever they did fast five, uh, no CGI used in the bank vault heist. So they're dragging that bank vault down the road. There's no CGI there. It's smashing through everything. It's on a road. The way they did it is they had a little truck inside the vault that was actually driving the vault around. And then the cars were just, they were tethered to it, but they weren't actually pulling it. I thought that was a really cool thing. That was fucking bananas. And that's that's so much credit to Justin Lin for thinking of that and pulling it off in a way that looks real and makes sense. Yeah, you're not without having like, to use CGI. Well, it's just you know it's just a fucking truck in there driving around, whatever. Yeah. And like you said, they scored ten million each, hundred million dollars. Tej gets to use some of his crazy safe cracking skills that you know he learned from wherever the hell he learned it as a mechanic. YouTube. And we get it. Yeah, we spent a lot of time watching YouTube. And then uh, honorable mentions, we got, again, the sky drop from Furious 7, where they extract Ramsey, uh, Miss Sandy from Game of Thrones. Hey, girl. Uh, That was pretty cool. (laughs) And they scored the location of the God's Eye, which these things, these these computer programs that can find anyone, they always have the dumbest name. Like, God's Eye is a stupid name for a computer program. Eagle Eye, God's Eye. Satan's eyes, Zeus's eyes. It would it would news. really be called Ramsey's poem program O one O two O four O six. Like nobody's naming some God's eye. I might, bro. That's that's why you're not a computer programmer. Drake might. So it's God's plan. God's plan, God's eye. I get <laughs> it. Yeah. So that those are our regular categories. Uh we got some categories that we might have missed though. A lot of more stuff to go over. Hopefully not too much more. Best cameo in a Fast and Furious movie. We're going to just kind of rapid fire these. Me? Me first? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I chose uh, Ronda Rousey, man. <laughs> because <laughs> just like I looked at a still of her and it's just like, oh, God. You her, just... her role was good as the like the leader of his personal bodyguard. It's just. She sucks, she, man. If she didn't have to talk, it would have been great. Like they should have just had her be like the silent bodyguard. Well, she just wants to be so intimidating. As soon as she talks, I'm just like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. And so Letty, Letty's like six inches shorter than her, 
30 pounds less than her and, and she just beats the shit out of her. Yeah, Way to go, Letty. Dog walks her. Ride or die. Uh, mine goes to Ja Rule. The Fast and the Furious. Noise. Uh, that is actually a really good pick. Menage! Menage! Ja Rule was huge in 2001 and like I think this was his first movie role. So he was supposed to stay in. Uh, he was actually in Too Fast, Too Furious. He was supposed to be the ludicrous role. And he thought he should be paid more money than what they were offering him. So they were just like, fuck it. And he walked and they brought in Ludacris. And I am so happy that Ludacris is this person and that we don't have Ja Rule in the family for the next 18 years. Yeah, me too, dude. He's a little much. That would have been rough. I like him in that first movie in the one race scene right at the beginning. But other than that, no. Yeah, pretty much. Another, another good cameo in that race scene is Michael Ely. Uh, who's been in a lot of movies recently is in like think like a man and the remake about uh about last night and he's he's just in a lot of things you'd recognize him if you saw him uh he makes an appearance in the fast and the furious as well lots of good cameos throughout the series best product placement and there's only one right answer for this every car there is on there no corona man Fucking Corona. You can have bro. any brew you like, as long as it's Corona. We've already talked about Corona. You did. That is a good call. It's so oblivious. Like, not oblivious. It's so obvious that it's, like, just I was blatant. oblivious. I didn't even think about <laughs> it, dude. That's a perfect one. It's just so one. obvious that it's blatant product placement every time it's like, Corona, 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 Corona. Here, drink this. Look at the label, bitch. Fresh usually, lunch. Usually in movies, like, you'll see the character goes into the bar and he's like, I'll have a beer. And that's it. But, like, in these movies, it's, we gotta have a corona. Gotta have a corona. Very funny. Uh, best race. Dom and Brian, the quarter mile from the first movie. Boom. Yep. Easy peasy. That, that was my pick, too. That is such a good scene. We get the iconic, dude, I almost had you, from Brian at the end of it, and Dom's great speech about, you almost had me? You almost had me? And he goes into all these car terms, granny shift and double clutch and whatever the fuck he's talking about, I don't really know. Uh... But that's it. the race is great, and then the scene after it where they're going back and forth is great. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Loved it. The, and I mentioned it earlier, the opening race from Tokyo Drift is really great too. Yes, with uh, Mike Winchell and Brad Taylor. Mike Winchell, best eye candy. Giselle, bro, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Uh, Eva Mendes. Fast and Furious. Too fast, too furious. She's I think Gal Gadot is. Probably one of the most beautiful women I think I've ever seen on the face of the earth. I don't disagree, but like Ava Mendez, I'm on it. Like she just she's always had me. Yeah, I I can't even put it into word. Yeah, Uh, but I really liked Gal Gadot and Ava Mendez. Gal Gadot had a little more time to breathe. Well, I think she's but they actually had real characters. Yeah, dude, she was actually like Ava Mendez in Too Fast, Too Furious was a big part of that plot. Like she set everything in motion. She's working undercover for the bad guy. And brings Brian and Tyrese into it. And, you know, she she actually has a little bit of character behind her. And Gal Gadot, same thing. In Fast and Furious 4, she doesn't have a lot of character. But then she's in the next two movies and they get to build on her, which is really great. Fuck yeah. She's obviously very attractive. So there's that too. Alright, last thing. His favorite movie in the series and why? Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, bro. Wow! That is my absolute favorite. I watched that wow. movie like... 
500 times. I love it. It is so dumb, man. It's so dumb. And just hearing Lucas Black's, he's, I I love Lucas Black. I was, that came out. What? He's a worse actor than Paul Walker, man. He's fucking terrible, man. He's really good in Friday Night Lights, though, because, like, he's this perfect Texas good old boy. He's got that. Like yeah, the, that southern accent. Oh man, I can't stand his accent. And I'm trying to think, what was he in? Pretty recently, where he's like, yeah, he wasn't was that Logan something. Lucky? Mm, I don't think it was. He's that. like taking care of someone's baby. It's not his baby or some shit. Anyway, he's terrible in that too. But when I was a kid or younger, there was this movie called Flash on Disney, and he was this kid who's like grandma dies, so he takes this horse to ride to go meet his dad before he gets on a cruise ship and he just you know his life sucks he's riding this horse across the country he's eating out of dumpsters and shit but i loved that movie when i was younger so i was only a recent movie he's been in besides furious 7 where he makes a small cameo is 42 the uh, jackie robinson movie definitely not that it might have been and he was in promised land which is a uh, matt damon john krasinski movie about fracking definitely not that either I watched it because I like Matt Damon and John Krasinski, but not a very good movie. No, no, definitely not. Jarhead, Friday Night Lights, Cold Mountain, uh, X-Files. He's been a lot of shit, though. He's got a a pretty solid uh, filmography. He's not a good actor. Sorry, Lucas Black. You'll always be Mike Quinchel to me. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was... What a... Dumbass I like fucking Tokyo movie, Drift. dude. Like that's kind of what I'm I thought. not really giving you shit for the pick because it it is a good movie and, and rewatching it, like I really get into it. The problem is that Lucas Black is terrible. Bow Wow is terrible. They're so all they're all terrible except it, for Han. It all well it rests on Han and DK, who are yeah. really really good characters. But and I, the girl, I don't remember the girl's name. She's pretty good too. Um, but the the two leads. Are, are I guess terrible. Han is probably a lead over Bow Wow, but two of the top three leads are completely awful. So it's it's really hard. Well, part of the reason why I love this movie, um, obviously the dumbass concept of it, but B was uh, the two best scenes in that were when when they're drifting through the crowd and then drifting mm-hmm. up the parking structure where you don't have to deal with the main characters. They're just dope. It was right. just dope. The the drifting scenes are really good. We talked about how good Justin Lin was at that. And drifting is kind of a cool concept. I said it before and I still think it. Like yeah. it's a pretty cool thing. I wouldn't want to wreck my car doing it, but it's cool to watch. And then the uh the drifting down the mountain when um the girlfriend takes Mike Winchell out to the mountain and they're just like it's like her and a couple of her friends drifting down that mountain kind of slowly mm-hmm. that the final race takes place at. Like, that's kind of cool in the way he shot it on the mountain and everything. Like, that that's a that's a really dope scene, too. Agreed. Shout out Tokyo Drift. Yep. I'm going to do you one better, though. Hit me. Too Fast, Too Furious. Such a weird movie, man. <laughs> it's not. I'm in the same boat. It's not a good movie. It's the first one I saw. And, like, I was playing a lot of Need for Speed Underground at the time. It's got a great early 2000s soundtrack with Ludacris, Outkast, Trick Daddy on there. You got Ava Mendez throwing heat. Um, it, it just, it really steered into the fast girl, fast cars and hot girls motif. And in 2003, at that point in my life, it was perfect. I was down for that. I watched yeah. that movie a hundred times, too. Exactly. It's, it's really good for what it is. You got Tyrese yelling at everything. You got Ludacris in there, you know. 
bringing in some some comic relief there's just there's just a lot of good little things in it the the story is pretty good i like the i guess it's not heist in that one that they pull off uh but like the the misdirection that they do where they drive into the garage and then like a hundred fucking cars come out of the garage to throw off the fbi and the villain like that's really a cool concept of how to beat your tail i guess yeah and then you got ejecto cedo bro <laughs> yeah corny corny i probably could have picked something from too fast too furious for every award that we gave out but it's against the rules you tried to do it with fast five sorry um, but i like that's against the rules so i didn't do that and then fast five is really a close second um after a full rewatch really of all good, of them yeah. fast five is probably the best movie from a filmmaking uh, critical standpoint, I would say it's the best movie. Uh, somehow Furious 7 is the most critically acclaimed. I don't know why or how Fast Five should be. It's got nonstop action. We got great set pieces in Rio. The Rock comes in. It's got a good story, great heist, and you get the whole gang back together, which is always the best part of any heist movie. Definitely. Is bringing the gang together. The gang. I can't believe this didn't last three hours. I don't have anything more to say on Fast and Furious movies. Do you have anything more? I think I'm going to leave it I probably it there. actually have a lot more to say, I, but I, I could I'm not say going to. so much more. But I don't think these folks would like to listen to me speak about how dumb certain things are and how great certain dumb no, things that's are. Not, we're, we're not here to point out the dumb things. We're here to point out the greatness of this series because it is dumb and it is stupid, but it is awesome. Exactly. And I could fanboy about it for a Quite a, quite Everyone a that I've talked to, because I've been rewatching these movies for two, three months now, and they're, uh, you know, on Twitter, there's a lot of other podcasters that we interact with, and everybody's kind of been doing their Fast and Furious appreciation episodes recently because of Hobbs and Shaw coming out, and you know, you want to garner that momentum for your own show, and I get that, and that's why we're doing this now as well. But it's crazy that something this critically awful is so well liked yeah and everybody's there for it everybody's just like i don't care how bad it is i'm watching it and i watch every single one that they put out because they're fun and they're exciting and i know some crazy shit's gonna happen i'm gonna get down with the get down any anytime you post something on twitter you just get reaction gifts of you know other people's opinions and it's always positive things you don't ever get the guy going well you know they can't really jump a car through three buildings like they would hit a steel beam at some point and the car would just explode yeah that's like, no that's not like, fun the fuck up, yeah that bitch. that guy doesn't appear on twitter anywhere which is great and it it's really a testament to these movies that they can pull that off in this day and age where everybody has something to hate about everything pretty much i mean that's i'm a pretty i'm a hater man certified you really are yeah but hater. you're here for this hater. i'm here for it and thank you, Fast and Furious, for bringing us all together as one. <laughs> really, it's really important that you do this. Thank you. And I look so. forward to coming together for the next 10 years. Woo -woo. And in space. It's space, dude. underwater, maybe. Through time. Yeah, through time. Definitely shit. through time. The, to the Earth's core. I can see boat races going out, like submarine races underwater somehow. They'll, they'll get their hands on some Aquaman tech. Uh, there's a lot to go on here. That'd be so true. If you work for Universal and you heard this and you liked our idea for Fast 10, give us a call. We're always available. Uh, hit us on Twitter at APA something at alone underscore podcast. We're always available there as well. We got a cool uh, giveaway going on right now. Uh, we'll announce it on next week's episode, Who Wins? 
All you got to do to enter is leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. Send us a screenshot on Twitter at APA something or send a DM on Twitter. And just a screenshot of the review to prove that you did it. And we'll be giving away, because I bought a toy that I already own, it's still in the box. So we will be giving that away. I'm not telling you what it is, though. There is a picture of it on Twitter. But you have to figure out which toy it is in the picture. So Good luck. that's there. We'll we'll keep blowing that up for the next week or so on Twitter, and and we'll uh we'll announce the winner next week. It'll be a random winner from everyone who submits a review. Yep. That I, it's so bad, but I kind of whatever. I can't. You haven't put in a review yet. Yeah. Or you haven't sent a screenshot of your review at least. Oh, I put one in forever and a day ago. Well, send a screenshot. You'll be entered to win. Sweet. I'm there, man. <laughs> Always check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast about something. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff, random reviews, pilot projections. Going to be doing my NFL can't miss picks where I'll pick three games against the spread every week for the NFL season. So check that out. We're going to win a lot of money there. So listen, listen and bet. Trust this Trust dude me. with numbers. He's good with them. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's, that's all we got. Thanks to those cats for providing the music for a podcast about something. You guys stay sassy. Stay classy. Why do we just keep on?